Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. As you know, This Week in Skating tends to focus on singles, pairs, dance, along with synchronized skating, but our goal is to cover all of the disciplines within the sport of figure skating. And one discipline that we'd love to cover more of is solo dance. It was announced not that long ago that solo dance is going to be an international discipline. And today we are joined by two solo dancers who have excelled in this discipline in the U.S. Lucas Appel is the 2022 U.S. Senior Solo Dance National Champion and Brooke Tufts is the 2021 U.S. Senior Solo Dance National Champion and 2022 U.S. Senior Solo Dance Silver Medalist. So welcome, Lucas and Brooke, to This Week in Skating. Hello. Thank you guys for having us. Yes, thank you so much. It's really an honor. We're really excited to get to talk to you. Ice dance, of course, is something I'm pretty familiar with, and I have seen solo dance many times, although I feel like it's changed a lot in the last couple of years, and so I'm hoping Mm -hmm. this conversation is going to get me up to speed, because my first competition to photograph is in just a couple weeks, so getting excited. Yeah, and I I think I've only seen solo dance last year at Lake Placid. I've always come to Lake Placid and I've missed solo dance because it was like towards the beginning of the week. And so I think last year was Mm -hmm. my only time that I saw it. And I Mm -hmm. don't know much about it. So I'm ready to learn more about solo dance and how it all goes together and everything. So Mm -hmm. So why don't we start off and have each of you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into skating, how long you've been skating, and then why you chose solo dance. So we'll start with you first, Brooke. Okay. So um, I started skating when I was three years old. Um, grew up in the freestyle world, very freestyle dominant rink. Um, ice dancing was put to the side in the other rinks and such. Um Growing up at the Ice House and Hackensack, it was all freestyle. You know, I was there when Johnny Weir was there um, and like that whole era. Um, and I love Johnny with all my heart. The choreography aspect always spoke to me, um, whether I was just skating by myself, whether I was watching Johnny or anybody else at that rank, you know, that spoke to me so much. 
So when I made the switch over to ice dancing due to injury, um, actually really didn't want to do it, which I find quite funny um, because it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, it brought back so much joy and love and passion and gave me everything back again in skating. And what about you, Lucas? So I started uh, skating when I was about, I believe, eight years old. Um, I was, I'm actually originally from Jersey as well, but my family and I, we moved down to Florida um, around when I was about eight or nine. So we got started skating in Florida, actually, my sister and I, and I made the switch to solo dance because my sister, again, similar to Brooke, grew up in a very freestyle dominated rink. There was one dance coach there and I realized by the time I was getting to juvenile around my sister, she had a exceedingly harder jumps than I did. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to compete in freestyle anymore. So then the dance coach at our rink was like, you should try solo dance. And this was the first year it turned to the IJS system in 2018. So I was like, you know what, let's just give it a shot and see how it goes. And ever since that first year in juvenile in 2018, I just completely fell in love and then it's just been a non-stop roller coaster <laughs> now Lucas, since. you did skate with a partner at one point at least once or twice yes so i've had two uh two different partners so in the second year i did ice dance in 2019 to 2020 i did intermediate uh couples dance at the same time when i was competing in novice solo dance so it was a lot um, I was skating with a girl named Audrey Kate Johnson. She was really, really sweet. Um, unfortunately, COVID happened and then a few things didn't line up. So we just parted ways. But And then after that, I moved to Marina Zueva's Academy. That's uh, when she moved to Florida. And I started skating with another solo dancer, Annabelle Larson. And, you know, we had a lot of success with what we did. We won uh, our at novice national championships and we were really excited about that um unfortunately we just had different goals and so you know we decided to part ways but you know it's definitely very different doing the solo and the partnered but it's both fun and challenging at the same time <laughs> so what is it like what are the program elements like for a solo dance you guys have a rhythm dance and a free dance right can you talk yes. a little bit about yeah yes. what what it what it looks like because all I'm imagining is it's just you're doing sort of the same steps as couple ice dance but maybe not I mean the best way to kind of sum it up is we do the exact same elements we have pretty much all the same rules the only difference is instead of lifts we have edge elements so our edge elements are what you'll see of our spirals our spread eagles Arena Bowers, our Hydro Blades. Um, those are all of our edge elements because unfortunately we can't lift ourselves. Um, <laughs> which I mean, if we could find a way, I mean, I'll do it, but I haven't figured that one out yet. So otherwise, though, you know, we just kind of loop around with the couple season when it comes to the rhythm dance for the theme. Um, so, like last season, you know, uh, Junior had the Argentine tango, Senior had um, Latin rhythm. So it just now we follow along with it so you know senior this year is 80s so next season solo will have 80s you know we just kind of keep the loop going around 
So we get an additional yeah. season of 80s. We will saying. get an additional season of yes. 80s. Yeah, so no, Brooke summed it up really well. Again, we have all the same elements as team, just obviously instead of the lifts, we have edge elements. And then for uh, last season, um, for senior solo, we did the Midnight Blues in the rhythm dance. And so to make it fair for all the competitors, all so, you know, maybe one, again, because it's co-ed, mm-hmm. so guys and girls compete up against one another so we all had to do the same steps of the midnight blues so even though I'm a man I did the woman's steps of the midnight blues and so it's just fair for everyone so everyone had to do this how did you find that yeah (laughs) oh so I learned both sets of steps I loved the girl (laughs) steps more I just loved it I thought it was one of my favorite pattern dances to do I was like when my coaches would say all right it's time to work on the pattern dance I'd be like that's great. I love it. Let's keep doing it over and over again. Because for me, at least I really did enjoy that pattern. But I do like the aspect because it's fair for everyone. So it's not, you know, what me, you know, one person getting evaluated on different key points and stuff like that. So I find it's good. It's fair. It makes sense. Because something we haven't talked about yet is there is a very large number of girls and women who are in solo dance and the number of boys and men is much smaller. Now, are you doing patterns still, despite the fact that couple dance is not doing patterns? So this season we aren't. This season we have the same rules as couples. So we have the choreo step element instead of a pattern dance element. Um, But next season, I haven't really read up on the rules for partnered, but it is a version of Silver Samba. Um, we have a couple senior teams at my rank and we've been trying to figure out how it's working. Um, so it is a version of that. So next season we will have that. Yeah, I'm really looking and forward to seeing that in a couple weeks. It's different, yeah. Yeah, how this house is going to work. For sure. Um, flipping the steps. It just seems like it could be very complicated. So I'm looking forward to seeing it in person yeah what it looks like it'll be interesting and i will say backtracking to the midnight blues the season before midnight blues i had to do fin step solo i will never appreciate any other dance more than the midnight blues after doing a fin step solo (laughs) there are lots of hops oh my gosh it was like terrifying when i first learned it the very beginning, you have the twizzle and then back outside progressive. Oh my gosh, that was the scariest thing I've ever done solo. <laughs> yeah. It's not an easy dance for partners no, to do. Not at all. <laughs> I can only imagine, you know, if you're on your own, trying to transition that. I mean, for that, that to be transitioned same, into one person. That same season, yeah. <laughs> Zach Donahue was at our rink for a day. I think we had like an adult camp. Or I don't know. We had something going on for Creek and he was there. So Kristen was like, oh, let's see if he can help you out on it. I was like, all right, sounds good. And <laughs> even him trying to figure out how to do it like solo. I'm like, and don't quote me on this one, but he, to sum it up, basically, he was like, I kind of do all the work for Maddie. Like, she just makes it look really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, I just kind of hold her there. I was very lucky that season. I competed junior, so I had to do tea time. So I didn't have to worry <laughs> yes. about that. I just, you know, 
It was light. It took my time. It was very nice. <laughs> I didn't mind it. Well, the tea time too is really new. It's like one of the most recent mm-hmm. uh, patterns that have been created. We still have one more that we haven't seen yet, which is the one that Piper and Paul did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Maple Leaf March. Mm-hmm. That's still um, that's still on the shelf because they're still competing at you know as of right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. They can't really bring it into competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to segue into something that confuses me a little bit, and maybe you guys can explain it in a way that helps me understand. There seems to be two different tracks in Solo. There's, like, preliminary, and it's mostly pattern-focused, and it's based on gold and silver and, and levels of dance, and then there's the actual... You know, juvenile, intermediate, novice, junior, senior. How are those different? Like, what what is the <laughs> essence of each one? Um, so I can speak from personal experience because I don't know if you have Brooke, but I competed in the pattern dance events uh, for two years. When my first year that I competed, and my second year when I started junior, I stopped doing it. So there's so in within solo dance, there's actually like three different tracks. Okay. So the. So the first track, well, um, the main one is, that is the most similar to teen dance is the combined events. So that starts from juvenile, goes all the way up to senior, similar type of structure. Um, you know, well, juniors and seniors will have a rhythm and a free dance. You know, juvenile, intermediate, and novice will have the um, pattern dance and then the free dance. And then for patterns, they'll take... Um, so typically competitions, when I used to do them for patterns, you would practice all your patterns at home, at your rink, you would pick your music, and then you'd show up to competition. And then on the start order, it would say, all right, you're doing, if you're competing in pre-silver, you're doing your 14 step and your European waltz, you'd get a score for one dance, you get a score for another dance, they'd add up your total score, and that's how you placed. Um, and then the th- um, and they do that through all the levels. I know now they do it. It's less more of a surprise and it's more of, you know, they, I think the solo dance um, committee will decide what dances are used for the whole season. So I trained with the junior national, the current junior national champion, Amal uh, Israelova, and she's competing in the international patterns. So I know, I think they chose for this year, the rumba and the Yankee polka. So that's just being used throughout the whole year. And then uh, the third track is Shadow Dance. And so that's when there's two people on the ice and they track each other doing a pattern Okay. Dance. All right. Yeah. And then, I don't know, if Brooke, you have anything to no, add I mean, to that? I mean, that's pretty much summed it all up. I mean, I know a lot of girls that just start out in solo dance. Um, girls and boys that start out in solo dance will or just do patterns just to kind of get a feel for it, see if they like it, see where it's going. Um. Some just do combined. Some do, I mean, some of our novice skaters, um, Gloria Wang and Tapti Rana, she, both of them do um, pre-gold patterns, novice combined, and pre-gold shadow, shadow dance together. And they do all of that at one competition. <laughs> so, <Wow>. yeah, they're, <laughs> some solo wow. dancers do oh every event and they're jam-packed through the whole thing. You know, you don't have to. You can just do one. Like, you know, we just do the combined event. So we just have our rhythm dance and our free dance. Um, some just do patterns. Mm-hmm. Some just do shadow. And some do all. Wow. That <laughs> That's is a lot. A lot. Yeah. 
to manage. <laughs> I, I can't imagine because most competitions for the other disciplines, there's like a short and a free or a rhythm dance and a free or patterns and a free. And there, that's it. They're not get, there's not the opportunity to do like all of these other events as mm-hmm. well. But I guess if you're training mm-hmm. that hard, I mean, if you're up for it, if it's not too much, you want to do it, you might as well go big, I guess. Or do what's best for you, what yeah, you feel yeah. that works best for you. Sometimes that's trying a bunch of different things to see really what works the best. Yeah, for sure. So what do you love most about solo dance? Like, what is it that keeps you doing it, keeps you fired up to come back every year? For me, we all have our days, you know, and I think I'll start it off like that. We all have our days and no matter what discipline you're in, where it's like some days you're just like, I cannot do this today. For me, having that support group that I have at the rink with all the kids and everything, the whole Kriegor family, they are absolutely amazing and I've never missed a day because of them for sure unless I'm like like dying in bed because I'm so sick (laughs) um I've never missed a day I've never missed a weekend they are the most supportive group and then getting to competitions and stuff and seeing the solo dance community honestly compared to the freestyle community that I was in you know it's a much different world And I think because we all kind of went into solo dance for the majority of us, like the same reasons, either, you know, we couldn't really find a partner, we couldn't really jump, there was injury, so then we moved over to solo dance, you know, like, we all went there for a reason, you know, I've I've never personally met somebody that has just started in solo dance, really, but I mean, I don't know, Lucas, you might have, I'm not. 100% 100% sure. I don't know. I go to competition and <laughs> put my AirPods in and I'm like, sorry guys. <laughs> um, but I, that's the biggest thing that keeps me going really is just the community and the people. You know, I know that there's always going to be somebody there and I'm a big performer. So I know there's always going to be somebody there to watch and that wants to watch. So I'm not going to let anybody down. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lucas? Oh, the the thing I love most about it, um, I would say very similar answer to Brooke. It's the community for sure. I have felt such an immense support and I've met some of my closest friends, not only through ice dance, but through solo dance as well. And it has just been having the support from them and from my coaching team as well is what really also pushes me to keep going as well and I love the competitive aspect of it for sure because sometimes you know you maybe in the moment if a competition let's say didn't go as well as you hoped for me at least I love that it gives me fire and it gives me more passion to okay, let's go back to practice now and work harder for the next one so I can go out the next time and really show what I'm made of. And that, for me at least, I love doing that so, so So let's much. talk a little bit about your training environment. Brooke, I know our, you've mentioned Kriegor a couple of times. Tell us a bit about, um, about your coaches and the kids that you train with. They are like my second family. 
I mean, some days it's almost like they're my first, you know. Um, I think I spend more time with them than I do my actual family. I'm not going <laughs> to um, Kristen and Igor have to be some of the most dedicated coaches I've ever come across. You know, they are on the ice every day at 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning, and they leave the rink at about 5, 6 o'clock at night. And they have their daughter, Rylan, who also skates. And now that it's summer, you know, they're there all day. But, you know, during the majority of the year, they're there at right before school. And then sometimes they come back after school and they have office classes and stuff. And that goes for the majority of our littles that do go to school. Um, and Kristen and Igor give us the best schedules that they can to, you know, accommodate all of us, our um, junior teams, you know, they're there from seven to one. So they have like the afternoon off, they get to relax a little bit, go do any extra off ice or anything like that, that they want. Um, but the majority of the time, you know, we're all on the ice together. So when it's run through season, we're all getting ready for competitions. You can feel kind of the adrenaline pumping in the rink and stuff. Um, we all start banging on the boards. We all have like <laughs> little spots in our programs where like all of us know the choreography to it. So you'll see us all in the corner, like doing that part of the program. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a, it's a great group to be a part of really. And I'm sure it kind of goes, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sure it kind of goes the same for you, Lucas in Florida. Like it's a very highly competitive, you know, group. Um, I think the only difference and I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, with Kriegor is we have we have some littles we we have a couple new <laughs> juvenile teams this year that are we have um, a brother sister team and they're eight and ten years old um, oh, oh yeah we we got our littles <laughs> we have our, our little and we have our bigs you know and we all take care of each other and we're a great group yeah I've seen you guys at competitions and I've watched the group grow yeah so much bigger than when it's, it's they crazy. started. It's pretty incredible to see. It's, uh, it's amazing. Kristen and Igor have really done an amazing job with all of us, you know, when everybody's programs are extremely different and versatile and like, you know, they all show our personalities in some sort of way, you know, everybody's is a little different. And I think that's, amazing and props to Igor for all that choreography I, I his brain has got to be fried by that now like I don't know how he does it <laughs> so here in Florida I train with Marina Zueva um she is my main coach and she's obviously known for coaching Meryl Davis and Charlie White Tessa Virtue Scott Moyer I also work with Ilya Chachenko um, Johnny Johns um, and Yelena Selikova and they all and um, I've been working for the past ever since I started dance with uh, Steven Belanger and I have all five of them really championing me and supporting me and it is just great so the majority of my time is spent in um the for, uh, west side of the state in Florida with Marina and her team um, ever since COVID kind of was lifted in Florida. So summer of 2020, uh, I started with her and I haven't looked back. And anytime I come back to the east side of the state where my family lives, um, 
I, you know, will go with Steven because he is a miracle worker and he has done so much for me. And I couldn't thank Marina and Ilya and Yelena and Johnny and Steven enough for all that they have done for me, you know, and they all do a different role. Marina, she will pick your music and find something you really love and she will do insane choreography and she will put her whole heart and soul into it which i love and Ilya, he's great with artistry and technical you know he's amazing for quality of in which we skate um i we have our ballet lady yelena and she also works with us on the ice with all of our on ice movement and how we portray a story to make sure we're conveying the right emotions um and then with johnny johns we work on all the free dance and rhythm dance elements and going over each one to see how we could get the highest possible grade of execution and then steven's just the one-man band <laughs> he does a bit of a bit of everything but you know and i think it's and he's fantastic and you know being at two different uh sometimes two different ranks it's also great to see because at Marina's rink, we do have a lot of we have a lot of high level senior teams and jun and junior teams as well. And we do have a few more people that have started coming out from our rink doing solo dance, which I think is awesome. And then with Steven on the other side of the state, he I work with him and I he has the current reigning junior national champion Amal and he has a new novice dancer starting out and he has someone new in intermediate and someone new in juvenile. So it's just growing in the Florida community. And I'm so excited to see that. And I really think my coaches have been huge advocates for solo dance. So I think that really, really helps as well. So what was it like when you heard the news that it was going international? Jumping for joy. (laughs) Oh, so thrilled. I was like, I was on the ice one day and I saw this announcement posted on the solo dance page. And I think this was around December. And I was just like, because I heard the rumors about it. And even Brooke and I were talking about it for a good while, thinking like, all right, when's the confirmation going to come out and then we I saw the thing I was on the ice actually and then I went up to Marina I showed her she gave me the biggest hug and was like this is what we've been waiting for you know and she was just so excited and she was already like all right so next year's programs I have a vision <laughs> and so we just started from there and that's kind of how we got building into starting the new programs for this uh season at least for the free dance um but yeah so it was just like so for so me thrilled. it was funny so Kristen is obviously a part of you know putting all of that together she um, is yes and they wouldn't like obviously you know I wouldn't ask but I'd be like hey like what's going on <laughs> and they would never really tell me anything because they knew they couldn't um but I was driving home one day and like it's still like clear in my mind like vivid in my mind And I remember that I was stopping to pick up dinner and I get a call from Igor and Igor never says hello when he answers the phone. He answers the phone. He just says your name. So I answer the phone and I go, hello. He goes, Brooke. And I was like, did I do something? Like what happened? (laughs) Did I mess up? Am I supposed to be like, I don't know what I did. And he goes, congratulations. 
you can finally announce that solo dance is international. And he said it like that. Like, no, like, 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 oh my God. He was just like, congratulations. You can finally announce that it's international. And like, I knew that he was so, so happy because every day, like, I heard him asking Kristen, like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You know, like, he wanted that for for me, for us, like, for everybody, you know, all of our coaches did. Um, and then I remember I, like, set up my phone and I'm, like, calling every solo dancer I know. And I, like, posted it, I think, like, on, like, my <laughs> Snapchat story. I was like, guys! I was like, um so again like Lucas said jumping for joy it was amazing and just it truly just shows how much solo dance has grown and it opens so many doors to so many other countries and it just gives so many more people more opportunities to take this somewhere yeah when Brooke posted that to her story I believe I was texting her I was like is this real are you sure I was I think I was like I I must have sounded like a crazy person but I was like are you sure are you sure I, cause I'm going to text Marina. I got to tell her. And she was like, it's, it, it's, it, I got the confirmation. It's, it's happening. Igor I, said I, I'm allowed to tell people. I'm telling people. <laughs> there you go. And so I was like, yes. Hey, yes. I was just so, so happy. So when is it going to be starting international? Like we've been waiting to get the information on, okay, when, when is this international? <laughs> there was, I, I don't know all the, obviously I don't know all the information. I know that there was just a little bit of a pause, you know, trying just to get, to get this season ready for um, the couples and everything um, because it was talked about with it possibly being an international event um, at the Dallas classic and then possibly Lake Placid. Unfortunately, that's not happening um, from what I know. Um, I shouldn't like totally confirm that, but for the time frame being um, as of right now, it's, not happening from what I know um and then there's talk about you know kind of starting it up with the couple season the couple's grand prix season um and just kind of matching it up with that um but again that's all just talk that's I don't have any confirmed information or anything like that so if it lined up with like the grand prix season that would extend your season because don't you guys usually finish up nationals yeah is mid-september so yeah yeah, september that will be an adjustment to keep going (laughs) and and not take a break (laughs) and the fun part is if it's talked about like if we kind of line up with the couple season then we would change our rhythm dances pretty much right away to the 80 season oh again (laughs) it's just talked about right right (laughs) you know we don't know really what's gonna happen um but we'll see now what's a regular season like for you guys because as you said september is like the end of your season that's different from partnered so when Mm -hmm. do you really like start your season uh so typically the solo dance season will start in some years it started in late february early march that's typically when the competition season will start and then it will go all the way through till september for me personally, I never typically start very, very early. My first competition was actually just a few weeks, uh, two, three weeks ago in my home rink. Uh, so that was my first one. And then I typically start around this time and go until the end of the year. But I know people sometimes will start like March and then they'll go all the way through to September. Yeah. So I, I typically start back in March. 
um, just because of the competitions that are typically going on in March. They're close to home for me. Um, we used to have the Southern Connecticut Open. Um, that unfortunately didn't happen this year, um, which is usually the beginning of March. And then the end of March, we have the Morse Open, which is in Morristown, which is about 15 minutes from where I live, um, which is very nice at Menon Arena. So I typically start out there. Um, but the majority of our solo dancers started out there this year. I'm pretty sure all of them did this year, started out there. And then we did um, two competitions in April, just our solo dancers. Uh, we went to Skate Nashville, I believe it was called. I don't know. I'm really bad with the names of the competitions. I just know where I'm going. Um, and then we went to Edward G. Picken. Um, and we took May off. And then obviously the rest of the team was at um, Chesapeake. And then we have Dallas Lake Placid for us and then some of our mm -hmm. teams might go to silicon depending on you know uh where they're standing and stuff and then we have nationals so i noticed um in working on the solo site that or a section that i'm building for icedance.com things are broken out by section very much like some of the other nqs events mm -hmm. how does that work like qualifying oh, yeah. if your nationals is in september What's the qualifying season look like? Like, how does it work? So our qualifying season, so typically about, I want to say January of each, January, February of each year, the qualifying competition list will come out. So you can compete. If, uh, I know Brooke and I were registered under Eastern Section Clubs. So even if you you can travel it's just like regular nqs you can travel all the way up to the pacific coast or in the midwest and compete there if you wanted to and your score your highest score will still count so for us you'll get a, you'll get the competition list and sometimes competitions will be updated or added you know as time goes on so we will at least for me we'll my coaches and I will look at the list you know we'll see which ones everyone's already planning on doing for the following season so we'll decide like all right you know this one's you know this one might be local you know a lot of us are going to this one so we'll decide from there um and then how to qualify for nationals it's a very similar structure to NQS so through US figure skating you log into your um EMS portal there will be the series standings so for combined events uh so juvenile through senior they take the top six scores per section so then there's 18 competitors at nationals and then for patterns it's the same structure you place top six scores per section and then for shadow dance i believe they take the top three per section but i'm not 100 percent sure about shadow because i personally have never done it um i don't know if Brooke, you uh you would know but <laughs> but I want to say that's it. Yeah, that's a general qualifying structure. So very similar to teams. US figure skating pretty much keeps everything the same for us. You know, um, nothing is crazy out of the ordinary except we have like a million extra events you can compete in. I guess. <laughs> I noticed this was very long for yeah. this season. I don't think the NQS is quite hmm. as long. I think they're more. I think there are less events. I think I, they're what July to November. I could don't quote July me on that to, one. To, I think it's July, July to, October. to October with the final and, and the final in November. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. And then you can qualify. Oh, yeah. That's much. Yeah. It's shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Because my sister is gearing up to start with the qualifying ones. So she was like, and it's definitely, I think, harder to sign up for the qualifying, yeah. but like the singles qualifying ones for sure. Because there's less with solo dance. The season again starts in March and runs through August. And then you get your nationals confirmation like second week of August. So like a month before nationals. So since we have such that huge amount of time, people can, you know, go to a lot of different competitions. If yeah, they how many do you guys tend to go to a season? Um, I mean, for me, we, I have to think off the top of my head. Um, thinking how many I said, I mean, this season I've done three so far and I have two more. So like we typically do for our solo dancers about five or six competitions. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, and we, we do all try to go together. Um, and we really try just to go to the ones where the majority of us are going. Um, and then once the teams start, obviously, you know, we all go to, um, Dallas Classic and we all go to Lake Placid. Um, and then some teams that might not be going to, you know, Dallas, they're going to go to Silicon. Um, some are obviously going to go to Challenge Cup. Um, but otherwise we just kind of try to decide on majority of people that are going, you know, it's almost not that it's not worth it. Obviously if somebody needs an extra competition, you know, just for that one person to go, but um, we all try to travel together. Also it keeps expenses a little bit nicer for moms and dads and everything. So (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, yes, for sure. There are a lot of expenses involved with skating that I think a general skating van doesn't really understand maybe like they it's not only you're paying for ice time and costumes and choreography when you go to competitions it's a it's different there are more expenses there Mm -hmm. those are the simple things but it adds up it really does (laughs) yeah (laughs) it makes sense to do that so many sports nowadays you know it makes it very it makes it hard you know it definitely plays a part but it's not just skating it's so many sports nowadays you know my brother he's um he's a big baseball athlete yeah um and thank god you know he's going to he got a scholarship for you know a division one school and everything but still hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no understandable because my sister Mm -hmm. skates so you know it's definitely similar thing you know it's nothing is it's all very, you know, I'm very grateful my parents for my parents who are able to support, you know, Brooke absolutely, I absolutely. a way. Yeah, that, that they've let us, you know, unleash our like inner artists within ourselves and they'd be able to do this on the ice with the, with top tier coaching that's been able to help us. But yeah, no, it does unfortunately add up <laughs> quickly, but that is very nice. I'm I'm going to start college in the fall, so it's very nice. I was, a, I was given a 95% athletic scholarship to the school I'm going to, so that does help expenses, so I'm very happy. Are you, Lucas? I didn't for know sure. that. Congrats. I knew you were yeah, going to college, but I didn't know that. Congrats. Thank you. 
It's Thank always you. interesting to me because I have young nieces who are just getting into doing different things like dance class or gymnastics and hearing the costs for them to do that. I'm always blown away because it's not what I hear about when I think of like higher level skating or even lower level skating. It's very, it's, it seems expensive to parents who are in that world. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if it's like $200 a month or $150 a month, it, that is expensive. And then I think about on the flip side, mm -hmm. I've known skating parents in the past who have paid three grand a month. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a perspective thing, I think. Absolutely. Mm. For sure. So one of the things, too, that I've been thinking about with the international is how many other countries have such a robust solo dance program? Because I, I consider the U.S. to have a robust program mm -hmm. because we've been doing it for quite a mm -hmm. while. And I know in Great Britain, they also have a, a good solo dance program because I've just, I've read articles on like new teams or just in general that will talk about, well, this team just got together and he was like two-time novice solo dance champion. So I know the program has been going on there for quite a while as well. What about the rest of the world? Like, do you guys know? Because we're, I don't know. Yeah. I know a little bit. Um, I do know that Canada has a pretty good program starting. Um, I believe also France um, is starting, yeah. a big, uh, starting it up. Um, it's getting pretty big from what I know. Um, and then obviously Great Britain. Um, when there was discussion, when we first started figuring out that it was going to be international and everything, that um, I believe it was Finland um, was interested in it. So they've started a little bit. Um, Georgia was also very interested. Um, so they've kind of started a little bit. I don't know how big it's gotten in Georgia um, or if it's truly started, but I know that they were interested. Um, and then I know that when Igor went to Worlds, um it was a big discussion there and it was japan right mm -hmm, thank you yeah. just making sure i didn't want to say it and maybe wrong um when he went to japan for worlds um and they had a discussion about it um they japan was very interested in it as well japan definitely has something in place one of our photographers um shoots ex all of the events in japan for us pretty much um, when she sends photos, they have solo dance events. They're not oh, made awesome. the same thing. Oh, but okay. it's very clear, you know, based on what it is called, that it's it's a solo dance pattern yeah. event. Oh. oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. great. Do you know of any others? No, you actually, I, I believe you know more than okay. I do. I know that the, I know that Canada was getting started in it. I know France has a pretty solid okay. program in place already. Um, and then I know Finland is getting involved with it because one of the skaters that I currently skate with that's starting out in Ice Dance, she's uh, uh, part Finnish. So she might consider, you know, if it's getting, if it gets larger, maybe possibly competing for Finland, but Again, that's a maybe, but so no, I think you actually, I did not, I, I knew Japan was a bit interested because again, my mm -hmm. coach Ilya and Marina, they were at Worlds. So 
they sat in mm. on those meetings as well. So they heard that Japan was also very interested and, in, you know, that it wants, that the ISU wants it to grow. So, you know, I'm also really happy that there are other European countries as well, like Georgia, hopefully, you know, and yeah. hopefully it just gets the ball rolling even more. Yeah, that's pretty- more than I thought. Were, yeah, you know, had and obviously Azerbaijan wants to get started with it as well. <laughs> <laughs> One of our teams that we have right now is um, the boy is doing both solo and partnered, and it's a lot. Yeah, four <laughs> programs and patterns. He does patterns also. <laughs> How do oh you my. balance oh with your gosh. time? <laughs> I need to understand that because I need help balancing my own time with I, all of I, my I things. I don't know how he does it either. Same. I need help balancing my two programs. And he goes out there and he is currently working on choreography for a new free dance. Um, and then the pattern dance, they're novice. So it's, uh, they have their Starlight Waltz. Um, and then Rocker Foxtrot as well. And yes. then they also he also has to do rumba, Yankee polka, and his senior solo combined free dance and rhythm dance. I don't oh, know how he wow. does it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know how he survives some days, but he manages. We were talking about uh, a little bit ago about the fin step and how hard that yes is. Mm-hmm. The Yankee mm-hmm. polka to me doesn't seem like it would be much easier to do. Oh my god! Have you ever tried it solo, Lucas? No, and I don't plan on anytime <laughs> soon. Um, I see. I'm the same as uh, I did what Drake did yeah. a few years ago, and I'm doing what uh, yeah. Brooke and I do now, just the combined event. And I'm like, a few years ago, this was 2019, so I was doing novice solo, pre-silver patterns, and intermediate yeah. team. So then I did Chesapeake one year. It was 2019 Chesapeake. I did pattern for the pattern dance event. The two patterns for pattern dance event, I had to do my solo pattern and then solo free dance. And then I had to do the patterns with the partner and then the team free dance. So, and within three days, I had to do seven different on ice events. Yeah. And I did that. And after that competition, I said, we're breaking it up (laughs) next time. I'd have to either go to a competition and do solo or just That's what our boy Drake is his name. That's what he's doing now. He just went to Mm -hmm. um, the competition that just happened in Michigan for solo dance um, and he did solo there Mm -hmm. and then he's going to do partnered at you know Lake Placid and Challenge Cup and whatnot Um, and then he's going to do like one more competition solo. (laughs) He's like I he's got to break it up. It's so ambitious, yeah. but good for you if you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. All the power to you. I wish I had the energy to be able to think about trying to do something like that. Um, Yeah, that's incredible. It kind of reminds me of some skaters who do singles and pairs, and I'm like, how do you do both? Yeah, It's just so much, but... Oh, yeah, that seems even more crazy trying to remember what (laughs) pattern you're doing it for what competition. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't. Yeah. No. (laughs) That's that's really cool, though, to be able to pull all of that off. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys, you must be really excited, though, even though things aren't ironed out with the international, you've got to be excited that this is happening and you're skating and you're in it at the beginning Mm -hmm. of something really special for your discipline 
and you get to see it develop yeah over the next couple of years Yes, I'm so excited to see like how it grows and hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, we get hopefully some form of international really soon, even if it's like a preliminary thing, because I'm just so excited to see what other countries would be brought in and, you know, how it could just grow. Hope maybe it would start, you know, this summer or fall or even next year but i'm so excited that we're like starting one question i had for you lucas was you're kind of one of the few Mm. men in solo dance um and Mm. i don't think i realized it at first that you're competing it's not like there's a men's solo dance and a women's solo dance you're together so Mm -hmm. how is that for you And are you, do you feel like you're kind of like a trailblazer kind of setting the stage for other men to, you know, do the discipline and try it? And I, I mean that, that is a very nice way to say it. Um, I hope it does inspire more guys uh, to start out in solo dance because when I first started out, I think I was like the only guy that did it. And now after this, this will be my fifth competitive dance season, fifth year doing solo dance, to see now like even at other competitions, there's like at least maybe like four or five guys in the lower levels, you know, it's just like, wow, this is really cool to see. And it's really nice. So I hope it does inspire more men, young men to, get involved in it because it's even if let's say they're not planning on finding a partner or competing in solo dance for the long term or you know it's just good for your skating skills as well you know so maybe or maybe they just have fun and enjoy it you know everyone has their own journey when it comes to skating so I hope it just inspires some young men to you know have fun with it that's the biggest thing I would say people think automatically that it's for women who can't find a partner. I think that it kind of sometimes solo dance gets mm-hmm. that, cri- you know, like, yeah, Brand. it gets told that, okay, you know, solo dance, if you can't find a partner, you go to solo dance. But I don't mm-hmm. feel like that should now, especially with having it being an international, I feel like we need to, people need to stop thinking of it as that and consider it as its own discipline is something that anyone can do. It's not that you're just, oh, these are the skaters who can't find partners. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's why I'm hoping, like, you know, maybe it'll grow. And I think you guys have, are seeing it grow and they're the ones who are helping, you know, the discipline grow. I mean, it's definitely come a very, very long way. I mean, I haven't, this is my fourth season competing in solo dance. Um, if COVID didn't happen, we would have been at five. Um, and just from my very first season and, oh my gosh, I have to tell this story because Lucas doesn't remember it, but I do. <laughs> oh, oh, I told no. him this at the camp <laughs> and back in February when I... Oh, I have very bad memory okay, when it comes to okay. these things. Oh boy. <laughs> when I very first met Lucas, we like didn't really meet. It was really, really funny. So it was at the 2019 um, Nationals in Utah. And okay. Sherry Donnelly, who's in college now, she's a great solo dancer, mm-hmm. um, was there. And, like, everybody's events were done. Like, everybody just got their medals and everything. 
and we were all just hanging out and like you were walking up to sherry lucas and i was talking with sherry and like lucas is a hugger like all day long tell me if i'm wrong but like mm-hmm. you are that's true and we, yeah, we just kind of like looked at each other <laughs> like we were supposed to know each other but we didn't know each other <laughs> lucas gave me like the most awkward hug because like we he like joined the conversation with sherry that i was having with her and then we like didn't know who we were but like maybe we kind of knew who we were so he gave me like a really awkward hug and just like <laughs> remembering like those times and like what solo dance was then like just the skating of it i just remember that story so vividly because i think it's funny um and then seeing where it is now is a totally different like it's just it's developed so so much in the skaters that are in it it's crazy yeah it it really yeah and you know who's come in and out and all that stuff you know like you know that's a great example with sherry you know i because i i knew sherry when i first started out and it's you know crazy to think now you know she's in college and you know i see her you know she's traveling all the time and all that stuff which is amazing and then, you know, now we have the whole new wave and generation. Cause back in 2019, I think I was, yeah, I was novice yep. that year. Yeah. I was, that was my novice yep. nationals. And I was, yeah. And it's crazy to think even just 2019 to now, that's not that long it's of a time. Years. Yeah. Yeah. But then when you think of like how not only our skating has developed, yeah but you know who's joined in and all these other coaching teams that have joined in and it's just crazy it it really took off like in the last i would say you know covid hit um and then it for me personally sometimes i'll say you know like i try to find the best in everything covid was almost the best thing that happened to me (laughs) you know like same i actually agree with you same you know like my family was in good health and everything but so that was always a plus but you know we had this time to like relax and settle a little bit and then when we came back to the ice it was kind of like you you forget almost like how much you love it until you don't have it anymore Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. going back to it like you wanted it so much more because you knew that this could be taken away still soon. You know, like, I know we just got back, but who knows what could happen. Um, yeah. And I think it made it better for everybody. Everybody kind of wanted to come back stronger, come back harder. And then, you know, 2021 Nationals, so many people, like, grew up, I felt like, you know, going from 19 to 2021, so many people changed and grew <laughs> up. It was crazy to see. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, no, I I completely agree with Brooke, you know, best, like, uh, I think Florida had one of the more kind of, when things lifted, it was a little more Mm -hmm. relaxed. So I think we, we still did have time off the ice. And I was very fortunate again, similar. Yeah, you know, my family was in very good health throughout COVID, you know, you know, through the height of the pandemic. Um, you know, we missed it so much that we ordered the plastic ice from Polyglide and we put it down in our garage. So my sister and I could skate on it in the florida heat um in midsummer i gotta ask you about that poly grip ice (laughs) (laughs) you're the only one that i've heard that from yeah i mean we've talked to so many different skaters about covid about pre and post covid and just how you cope during all of that time and no one has said Mm -hmm. oh we put 
the plastic ice down. <laughs> yeah. And I've always been wanting to try it. And I've not heard of anyone who's done it. I just see all the videos on, like, the internet. And I'm like, oh, do I want to try that? Yeah, like Amber Glenn doing a double act. Yeah, I don't know it. how she can Let do me that. tell I you. Don't know. That girl had, must have blades, blades made of real gold <laughs> and the willpower. Because... It is very hard to move on that ice, and it is. I took like I think I tried to glide like how you normally would on ice, and I fell straight on my butt. Oh, okay, my just, like, <laughs> then probably I need to stay away from it. Yeah, I don't need. <laughs> Again, that was my personal experience. It just took some time okay. getting used to. I don't need any assistance to fall on my butt, so it's yeah, no, that's a no from me. <laughs> Not gonna happen. That is interesting, Lucas. Yeah. I am amazed that, you know, at least you tried. At least yeah. you were, you know, coming mm-hmm. up with creative ways to do things, I think, was a really big thing. I know um, some skaters were out on rollerblades just trying to keep themselves in shape. And I think it was New Jersey that you guys, um, the partnered teams couldn't touch. Yeah. Yes, at our rink. It was the oddest thing ever. Um, so we could all practice. Our teams could practice, but you weren't allowed to touch each other. That yep. got led up pretty quickly. Um, but, I mean, especially at our rink, we were very strict on rules for a while because my rink is owned by Montclair State University. So yep. whatever rules the university had were our rules. You know, there was no leeway with them. Yeah. So, I mean, we were wearing masks on the ice for the, the longest time. You know, I, I, yeah. I honestly, I think there's a couple videos of me like doing a run through and I, I would like secretly try to like pull it down my nose a little bit because at that point, like nobody really cared. And like so many places were opening up from it. But they were like, you didn't have to wear masks at so many places, but like we still had to at the rink. <laughs> Yeah, um, so. they only recently lifted it from wearing them in hospitals. Like right. it's only been yeah. a couple yeah. months. It so. hasn't been long at all. Yeah, right. yeah. It's interesting if you go back to think about how things were at that time. And you mentioned something that kind of stuck with me too: is how quickly things were could be taken away. Mm-hmm. Like those opportunities, the things that bring you joy, not being able to do them. It was it was crazy how it happened. Yeah. You know, I remember we all had our first competition of the season in 2020 at the Southern Connecticut Open. And then, you know, like it was on the rise, like we were all just talking about it at the competition. Um, and then a week later, we woke up and we were like, we're not allowed to go to the rink today. Nope. You know, like all yeah. of us left the day before. No masks, no nothing. We're like, all right, see you guys tomorrow. That was and, sort yeah. of like me too. Yeah. I yeah, left the rink. And the next day I was, I went out, I went to the rink the next day yeah. and there's a sign closed till further notice. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm done. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it got real, real fast. The, yeah. the worst part was is I get sick on every single season change. Like I am the queen of allergies. Okay, <laughs> so I live <laughs> with congestion. Um, I, March 14th. The day when everything like shut down here, I woke up sick with a sore throat and a cough. And my family was like, see ya. <laughs> you can't yeah. hear till you're healthy. Oh my God. I was like, okay. 
Oh my gosh. It's pretty crazy to think about how things were, but and how fast it shifted. Yeah. Um That's true. Yeah. Uh Gina and I were at Nationals, yeah. US Nationals in January of 2020 preparing to go to the wor- to Worlds in Montreal. Yeah. The very next week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was rough. Yeah. Yeah, I I was there at the 2020 Nationals for the development mm-hmm. camp. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I, so I was there and then, you know, I get back and then I'm home for a couple of weeks and I'm volunteering at a competition. And then that was my home rink at the time. And then we get a notice that after the competition, they're closing it for two weeks to be like, yes. cleaned. and then we were like, okay, you know, whatever, two week vacation. Yep. And then <laughs> yeah, months later, we didn't, we, <laughs> we got the plastic ice in the meantime <laughs> and then in June, everything reopened, and then that's when I made the switch over to Marina. So, you know, it was what Brooke said initially, kind of, COVID was the best yeah. thing that kind of it happened. Forced, it forced everyone to step back. Yeah. Forced everyone to step back and, you know, evaluate, rest, evaluate, and figure out, okay, how much do I love this? And like you said, Brooke, going to the rink being there and realizing how much you missed it and how much you you loved it Anne mm. and i never did a competition usually we did like placid was the first competition every year that we would do and that first year as soon as things i think it was 2021 dallas classic yes yes i saw it on the schedule and i just said i don't care i'm going yeah. I need to be in a rink. It's ridiculous, but I need to be in the rink. It was I need awesome to watch skating. When you guys took a couple pictures of me at that one, and that was great. My mom was my mom was like, "I still saw concert pictures of you." I was like, "Really?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were there. I mean, we we'd never been at that competition before, but now it's become like a staple. Yeah, because that it's just it's comfortable. It's a great place to start the season. I am so sad that it's not at the same rink this year. Me too, because mm-hmm. the lighting in that rink it's is so amazing. So good. They have to get ready for a very big competition that yeah. they're hosting. Yeah. Which yeah, Skate yeah. America. Skate, Skate America, America right? <laughs> it's yeah. funny. It's so funny cuz Ann and I when we went that first time, we're looking at the ice and we're looking around and we both looked at each other and said they could do Skate America here. Yeah. Or they could do mm-hmm. a JGP here. Like they could yeah. do a big event here. And here it is there, yeah. you know, they get awarded Skate America and it's it's yeah. you know, it's great. It's a great facility. I don't know much about Plano. Yeah, my first... So I'm hoping mm-hmm. for good lighting. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. My my first time in Texas was for the dance ca- the solo dance camp this past year, and it was in yeah. that Allen Texas rink, Allen Event Center, and it was great. And this will be my um, first time going for the Dallas Classic. Oh yay! <laughs> I'll be going. That's great. So you'll be there so, too. Uh, awesome. Yes, I, so I know Brooke and I will be there. Mar- I got the, I got the text from Marina uh, because there was a competition in Florida. Uh, that for and it was a qualifying one that same mm-hmm. week and I asked Marina which one she said I'll be going in person to Texas so you sign up for Texas right. and I was like I don't I don't question it I <laughs> yes. sign up yeah the way it goes uh, all I can <laughs> say is I've heard that the numbers are up even from last year so I think it's going to be pretty exciting yeah 
but that's the plan. And in Lake Placid too. I love Lake Placid. Again, that'll be I'll, that'll be my first yeah. time there. Oh, you are going <laughs> you... to Placid? Oh, awesome! I oh, great! So. You guys uh, yeah. are both going yeah. to Placid, and I don't know if I'm going to Placid this year. No, oh, it's been very difficult. I know. It's what a talk about going last year to Lake Placid. It was real weird that, like, with all the construction, it, yes. to be there. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. It felt wrong. It, it felt, felt wrong. weird. It felt wrong. <laughs> I did not want to have to walk around every day. <laughs> no. But Gina has been there. Oh, yes. Oh, She's Wait until it. you see it, the finished. How the amazing finished is between, it? Between the 1980 and the 1932, the connection. It's so yeah. different. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Is it a longer walk? It's, so. it's not I don't wouldn't say it's a longer walk. There's a nice areas to sit. There's food oh, options. Nice. It's like this cafe looking thing. Oh, they upgraded you know? it. They upgraded it. It's <laughs> opened it up. So it's not you gotta oh. you don't have to walk through that little area yeah, to go yeah, into the yeah. cafe. It's all open. So as soon as you open the door out of the nineteen eighty, like you're going to the nineteen thirty two, it's just open. Lucas, yeah. you better turn on your Apple Watch when you go to Lake Placid because that is <laughs> that you're gonna take, you're gonna take. all you're gonna do is walk fair yes. warning it's a lot no, of walking right. <laughs> that's this is a very good selling point for sure so i'm very excited to be going yeah it's gonna be a great event if not for covid and then the year that they couldn't have it because they were still doing construction this would be like my 20th time 21st oh my gosh that's amazing yeah and that doesn't count that's awesome jgp's skate america's yeah and other assorted events they like to throw there so i've been going for for quite some time and it's my it's my favorite i'm looking forward to seeing it all put back together because it was such a mess last time no it's not (laughs) a mess now it it looks great (laughs) i'm so glad (laughs) so as we're wrapping up do you guys have any advice for anyone who's interested in doing solo okay i guess Mm. i'm the older one here (laughs) (laughs) more mature lucas we hung out at the camp okay (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't say that um no i mean for anybody that's interested in solo um I guess coming from experience, give it a chance, you know, and as I kind of said in my, the article that kind of just got put up, um, when one door closes, another one opens and in skating, you have to take any opportunity that's being given to you sometimes. Um, otherwise sometimes you might not end up in it. You know, if I never went into dance, I would not be skating. I probably either would have tried to jump again and then hurt myself even more and then really been done, or I would have just stopped, you know? So if you, in anything, you have the opportunity to do something, take it because God only knows where it can take you. And I thank whomever (laughs) decided my family, you know, Kristen and Igor that pushed me to compete in it. You know, I, thank them till the day I die for putting me into this because it has given me 
so much more to skating. I don't know, Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great, essentially. That's amazing advice. I would say similar thing to Brooke, you know, just go for it. You know, I was not great at jumping and the, my coach Steven pointed me in the way of, you know, just try it. Just see how it goes. I would just say if people are getting started in it, just try it and have fun with it. I understand, you know, everyone wants to go to competitions. Everyone wants to win and do really well and get the highest score that they possibly can. But, you know, I, you know, just go into it having a lot of fun. Go into it as well, trying to meet new people, experience new things, you know. That's the best advice I can give because when I started doing that, I was like, I was it was just, it really opened my eyes and like, it made everything so much more enjoyable. So again, similar to Brooke, you know, just go for it, have fun with it. And also I would say pick music that you like to skate <laughs> Absolutely. to. It shows. Absolutely. That is a big thing. Be different and be interesting in dance because you can do that. You know, you can, even though we all have the same theme for one program, I think hip hop was so much fun last season you know we had everything oh, yeah. from michael jackson over here to beyonce over here like we had everything and it was different and it was fun and it was interesting and like you can come up with cool creative things i mean one of our elements is literally a choreo slide you can slide around on the ice do something cool you know like literally. you can come up <laughs> with anything and you can fall all over the place and laugh at yourself in practice but like you might come up with something really cool so as Lucas said have fun with it well hopefully people will start to think about doing solo dance first and it will become really its own thing I know it took a while for folks to start thinking about doing ice dance first or pairs first because it it used to be well singles is the only focus if you can't mm -hmm. do singles, you go to pairs or ice dance. Well, maybe people can now start thinking about this differently as well. Absolutely. Well, sure. we want to thank both Brooke and Lucas for joining us on this episode of This Week in Skating. Thank you. Yes, I learned so much about solo dance and maybe I will be in Lake Placid. I'm going to maybe I can try to get up there. I hope so. That schedule, that work schedule gets yes. in the way. But maybe we'll see. Well, mm. see if I could. Even if I have to, because it's only five hours for me. Maybe if I can just go up one day and stay for a day and then come back the next day. Maybe. We'll see. We'll try. I think the hard part is the schedule this year is yes. like Monday to Wednesday. Yeah. Uh. And that's just <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. the week. Yes. Yeah. It's tricking. Yeah. It's kind of tricky. Yeah. So Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? Well, you can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. On social media, Twitter, it's at thiswkinskating. Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. We love your feedback or your questions. If you have a question for Brooke and Lucas, or if you're a solo dancer who would like to us to post your music on our uh, website. Lucas actually reached out to us and said, hey, can you put my program music up with everybody else's program music? So we do have a solo dance section 
in our program announcements. So if you're a solo dancer listening to this podcast and you want to give us your program music for this season, you can do that by reaching out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate all the support that we've received um, in doing this podcast. And if you guys would like to follow Brooke or Lucas or Ed Lucas, Brooke, can you let folks know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at brooke.tufts. Um, and then Facebook, it's just my name, just Brooke Tufts. Um, and then I'm not big on TikTok. I don't post too much on there. So, <laughs> how about you, Lucas? Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Lucas uh, two underscores, and then my last name Appel. Some people like to say Apple, but that's not the correct pronunciation. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and you can also find me. I recently got on the bandwagon and started TikTok. So at Lucas Appel Skate and the, it is SK, the number eight and then an S. Um, and yeah, so I'm really only big on those two. All <laughs> right. With that, we've reached the end of our episode. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have an ice week. <laughs>